The biblical curse that allegedly condemned all serpents to slither on their bellies all the days of their life was the snake's first piece of bad press. Most reports since dwell on their fearsome features. And none is more recognizable than the cobras. Welcome to the Snake Pit with Carolina Cobra's head coach, Josh Resignalo. Here's your host, Ryan Stone. Welcome into the Snake Pit on TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan Stone, joined by head coach of the Carolina Cobras, Josh Resignalo, also joined by a defensive back, Trey Long, for, uh, for tonight's show. So, coach, off to a 2-0 start and... Uh, Saturday night with the home opener at the Coliseum. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. It was a, it was it was entertaining. And it was <laughs> for you guys especially. I mean, you guys jumped out to a big lead. I mean, what'd you think of the uh, the atmosphere in the Coliseum on Saturday night? You know, in the Snake Pit, it's always pretty exciting with the fans. We got a pretty good, solid fan base. So, you know, once we start growing it a little bit bigger to what it could be, you know, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, certainly. I, I thought it was a uh, first first arena game I'd ever been to in person. I thought it was a uh, a ton of fun. So Trey, uh, your thoughts? Uh, how how did you feel about the uh, the first home game for you guys? Uh, I loved it, man. It was. Uh, I'm glad that we can bring a win to the you know to the home to the home field. And I don't know how long it's been since it's been a win. How long? Maybe a couple of years since they won. It's been a been a <laughs> while. So gotta bring that up, huh? That was the first thing that was that we just wanted to win. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was a great atmosphere too. You guys won in convincing fashion too, jumping yeah. out. And we didn't we didn't even play that well, so <laughs> That's, hey, I mean just <laughs> That was terrible on tape, but we'll we'll get it better so, this week. So you you play you played your college ball at Shaw, I know. Yes, so where, where were you where are you from originally? So I'm originally from Maryland. Uh, I ended up so for that I came high school, I got a uh, scholarship to North Carolina A and T, which is down the street. Okay, yeah. Uh, I played there my red shirt freshman year. My grades were horrible. So I ended up leaving. Uh, went home for a year. Yeah, ended up going to Shaw, playing my last three years of Shaw. And how did you? How did you get into arena football? Like, what from from Shaw to arena football? What was that journey like? Uh, I was so when I first came out, obviously trying to get to the NFL. Yeah. Um, that didn't work out. So our, our defensive coordinator, Coach Anson, was blowing me up, uh, <laughs> blowing me up, trying to get him to play with the. At the time, they were called the Carolina Havoc. It was yeah. 2019. 2019. So he was calling, uh, and I didn't want to play arena because I'm like, for me, it takes away from my skill set as a receiver. That's how I always felt. So I, uh, I was telling him no for weeks and weeks and weeks, and I'm like, my mom's like, you need to play. So I just <laughs> ended up playing, and I, I mean, I, li- I ended up liking it. Yeah, I did good on that team too. You feel like it's expanded your skill set because I mean, you're, uh, you know, you're, you, you say you're receiver naturally, but you're tied yeah. for the league lead in interceptions right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I got two. Three good coaches, including him. But <laughs> defensively, Coach Anson and Coach Mike, they, uh, I mean, everything I need to know in, in such a short time, they taught me, and I'm coachable. So I listen to everything they said. And, and I mean, it just, the game's slowed down since training camp, since the first, first week and second week. I was, I was going to ask, so you feel like the game has, you, you've even grown even in the first couple weeks? Yeah, of the season. most definitely. Because I mean, it's, I haven't backpedaled in 11 years. So I, had to, I, I mean, I had to learn quick. And, it's definitely slowed down. Just watching film, uh, watching my old coach play, and just watching the other guys play, just kind of seeing tendencies and stuff, just learning like that. The same thing I would do on offense, but it's a little different doing it defensively, though. But flipped around. So, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. obviously 
So what does he, you know, early in the season, Coach, what, what does he meant to your, your defense? Man, he's, he's flying around. It fits. So Trey's situation is uh, a perfect example with the Ironman set up yep. this year in, in the NAL. So last year Trey played a couple games for us, probably didn't play as much as he probably should have. Um, so we really felt like we wanted to figure out a way for him to play more. And then with the rule change and uh, building up to the off season and the training camp, you know, we, we thought that he was going to be able to contribute being an athlete on both sides of the ball. And, and it showed so far first game, a uh, pick six for a touchdown, yep. uh, caught a 40 some yard touchdown yep. and, um, and then got another pick this past weekend. So, you know, I, I, I'd say, He's got a pretty good shot this week facing the same quarterback that he faced in week one just for an, an, another team. So, Oh, wow. I didn't, realize, I didn't actually realize he had played for – Yeah, so Fawful started in Albany in week one and then j- actually just got traded to Jacksonville. So, he'll – you know, he played for Jacksonville last yeah, year. Okay. So, for him coming back, you know, I, I would anticipate him probably starting. But you never know. They, Qu- they, quarterback controversies are another thing. Is that <laughs> – is it, okay, I was going to ask you about this a little later, but we'll go ahead and get into it because they, they've got the Netflix star. At least they had him. I don't know. Malik oh, Henry. Malik Henry, yeah, Malik Henry yeah, who yeah. played at Florida State and then was yeah. on the Netflix show uh, Last Chance You finished at Nevada. Yeah. He's actually played pretty well so far this season with 12 touchdowns and three interceptions. Is he still there? or Yeah, he's, is that a he's still there. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'll, I'll be anxious to see how that plays out. But. Um, <laughs> So he played in uh, another league last last yeah, yeah. season and and did pretty well. Um, so for him coming to the NEL kind of fits. He's he's a good pocket passer, but he's pretty athletic. So yep. he can he can hurt you with his legs. But um, I know there's some other players in Jacksonville that wouldn't be too thrilled with him not being the quarterback. Yeah. So I'm sure it's going to be an interesting week for them. Uh, <laughs> you know, leading up to Saturday. That's- I bet Malik Henry had an interesting reaction to that trade news. Uh, I'm sure he, he probably sure don't know because I don't think it came came out 100 percent yet. So, but it's all over social media. I did, now, I did so. notice. I mean, I was watching the the Albany Empire. They were playing Jacksonville. I watched a little bit of that, of that game before I came over. And they were playing, the, and Faithful was not starting for Albany. I noticed. So yeah. So funny thing. So the trade actually happened last week. Okay. But then it got rescinded. It didn't happen. So I think there were some things that came up throughout the players, and I don't know really what happened because I wasn't involved. But it didn't go through, and then it, it just popped back up um, today. So that'll be an interesting thing to uh, to watch for that for that game on Saturday night. Uh, back to your game on Saturday. You know, defensively, I mean, you guys really for most of the game really kind of stifled Orlando. What did you think of the the way your defense played overall? So we're we're pretty solid right now on defense, and the crazy thing is we're still making some mistakes here and there that we clean it up. You know we're going to be pretty pretty dangerous. So a lot of talk, you know, pregame reviews with Orlando um, about how they were more athletic than us and certain things like that. And um, there was we were, a lot of talk in that game. We were going to be wore out by the second quarter. They were really they were amped up before the game. And Trey and I were talking on the way over here. There wasn't a whole lot of talking about halfway through the third quarter. They were, they were done talking. Oh, you guys were talking though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, see, we, we weren't really talking like that. So yeah. it was we, we let we let our business take care of itself. Yeah, we don't really say too much either, anyway. And we got a really good team discipline across the board. So we're we get after it, and we're you know it showed the first two weeks. So we've you know we just got to play our game, not play down to anyone else. 
That's, I, I, I would say, you, I mean, I know you, film-wise, you feel like there's things you can improve on, but a pretty solid home opener, and you're off to a 2-0 and o start. So, I mean, you can't, you can't ever be upset about that. Mm-hmm. Um, offensively, your quarterback, uh, Jonathan Bain, has gotten off to a pretty good, pretty good start this season. What have you thought of, you know, the way he's played so far? Well, he's, he's got a pretty good chance to be one of the top quarterbacks that the Cobras have had, you know, and that's saying a lot because, you know, Chuck the first two years, you know, was phenomenal for the organization and, 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 and led the league in a lot of different categories. Um, just Bain just brings something different overall um, that the Cobras hadn't had um, just from just all aspects of the game. You know, not, not to take away from anyone else that's been here before, but just – you know, it's just a different vibe, you know, from him. It's two different styles, yeah. I guess you could say. So I was gonna. It's he's not flashy, right, in any capacity. But it just he just he just gets the job done. Yeah, true you bet. Know? Yeah, true bet. Just, yeah, yeah. Bane, Bane's a workhorse. I mean, he's your typical Texas football player. You know, he's blue that, collar. That explains a lot. You know, he he gets <laughs> gets after and gets the job done, and that's it. And he's a heck of a teammate and and a leader too. So. That's what you need from your quarterback is to be the leader of the team and, and everyone follow, and, and he, he, he gets that. Yeah, definitely. So you, you, you also, you know, in the second half, you ran the ball uh, a lot in that, uh, in that game. You ran the ball really, really successfully. I mean, is that something you plan to, you know, throughout the season continue to incorporate the run game more and more, or was that just for that – that's just what fit the, what you needed at that moment? I just think – that's just, you know, just it's just what happened was what called. Coach Fuller does a great job of managing the game from a play calling standpoint with what he has on the field. Because at any given time, there's a whole different set of receivers. At some point, there's two different linemen up front for the, for, for Bain. So you've got to be careful on how you're, you know, you're encountering that and, and what plays you're calling. And he does a great job of putting it together. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why, why I brought him here to, to help, you know, with to facilitate that. And just one of those things that if it works, you're going to keep doing it. And, and, and we got Zach Brown as our fullback linebacker. You know, Michael Robinson had a touchdown this yep. week rushing. So, you got a lot of guys contributing in different ways because of the Ironman rules, and that's what makes it exciting that in the beginning fans didn't really understand that process. But now that they've seen it two games, now they understand how cool is it to see Michael Robinson get a sack and then come yeah. right back and get a rushing touchdown or Trey Long catch a touchdown for a bomb and then go on the defensive side and get an interception or run it back to the house, now you're actually getting more different players involved to be a fan favorite than just the regular style of the game. This is something I should have asked you last week, but with the new rules, I mean, how, how much – when you were putting this roster together this year, how much did you take the, the new rules and, you know, having guys that can do multiple things, go both sides of the ball and be effective, how much did that factor into putting this roster together this year? It factored in from every aspect, you know, obviously not from the quarterback play. Or <laughs> I jokingly going into camp, um, we only had one player on the roster that had a guaranteed spot, and that was our kicker, you know, T.C. Stevens. So, um, you know, no one was going to really beat him out. And we didn't have two kickers signed. So, you know, I, I knew he was coming back, and that was a wrap for that. Um, I do got some good kickers on standby that, you know, if we get in a jam. That's a nice luxury. So that's nice to have. But overall – a lot of teams were signing great players, but not a lot of guys that could play both ways. And and our roster was built. A lot of our guys could go both ways, and that's why we signed who we signed. And a lot of people didn't know some of the players could go both ways. You know, not a lot of people knew that Trey was a, a, a pretty good athlete and played DB. 
but we knew that. It was just a matter of we were excited because guys like Trey. Um, who else? James. James Summers. Uh, DJ. DJ Myers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are athletes. Yeah, they are. You know, and we were talking Trey at any time. Trey, DJ, and Summers are the best football players on the field. Right? And we got three of them. Yep. And if you add a couple bigs, we've got four, five, six, or oh, seven yeah. of those guys. Walt. I forgot about Walt. <laughs> Walt, yeah. Micah, you know, Tyson Fernandez. Oh, yeah. I Big mean, Tyson. Yeah. now you're talking – now you're getting into a whole – I mean, our list is just starting to grow as we're talking about players. And the other teams don't have that many guys. You know, Albany's got a couple of decent players. Darius Prince, I mean, I don't care if you like the guy or not. I mean, he's a baller. Definitely. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he's getting good. picks and touchdowns. And, I mean, he, he's, he's the perfect example, again, of the Ironman stuff. So, yeah. when you add all that into the mix of across the board, there's not many teams that have – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys that are, you know, contributing both ways consistently. And that's what's separate, separating us right now. And yeah. we just got to keep it going and stay healthy. Yeah, certainly the uh, the case. Cobra's off to a 2-0 and start. We're going to go ahead and step aside for our first break. You're listening to the Snake Pit on Tobacco Road Sports Radio with head coach Josh Resignala. This is Davis Troxler, the proud owner of North Carolina Golf Academy and the director of instruction. Don't let your golf game suffer from this dreary winter season. Come hit some golf balls, take a lesson. You can call us at 336-324-2374 for details. Thank you and keep it in the fairway. Hello, my name is Sabrina Kuhn Godfrey. I'm running at large for the Board of Education, making sure all students have quality, accessible, and equitable education is my priority. It would be an honor to serve our community as a member of the board. Vote Sabrina Coon Godfrey for BOE during early voting or on primary day, May 17th. Paid for by Sabrina Coon Godfrey for BOE. Area softball stars, register for the Diamond Star Softball Transfer Portal Showcase June 14th and 15th at Bob Lewis Park in Asheville, North Carolina. This showcase is for any player currently in the transfer portal or any JUCO player. Get the opportunity to showcase your skills in front of college coaches from all levels. Over the two-day event, players participate in evaluations such as softball skills and metrics by college sports evaluations, drill and team practice participation, and playing in three games. For more information, visit DiamondStarEvents.net or email Coach Ben McKinney at bmckinney at Diamond StarEvents.net. Beamer Tire and Auto Repair. Now with three locations across the triad in High Point, Greensboro, and our new location in Kernersville. Beamer Tire and Auto offers full service auto repair, all tire brands, free alignment checks, oil changes, and more. In Kernersville, check out the no appointment needed quick lube shop. Check out their thousands of five star ratings via Google and Yelp. They care because they know that you can go anywhere. So try a shop with a beating heart, not a bottom line. Beamer Tire and auto repair. Visit us on Facebook or at BeamRetire.com. The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. 
You're listening to The Rundown. Uh, they're missing some parts, but Clemson's had the, like, the number one or number two uh, recruiting class in the country, it feels like, or at least top five, like mm-hmm. the past four or five years. So it's oh, not yeah. like they don't have kids on the on the sideline waiting for an opportunity. Like exactly. there weren't five-star kids that we haven't heard about. Some talking heads out there have said, whoa, whoa this Clemson team, they don't have T. Higgins. They don't have these wide receivers. What are they going to do? They're going to just plug in the next two guys. Exactly, they, like they did the year doing. before. Yeah. The year before when Mike Williams this- was there, you, don't, <laughs> you don't win 10-plus games a year for, like, going. this will be, like, the 10th year in a row if they do it this year. You don't do that by depending on one or two guys and having to reload, and then two years later, you're back. Clemson's been steady the whole time, from Sammy Watkins, before Sammy Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins. For sure. They have wide receivers. I, ain't wor- I don't even know what the names are going to be. I ain't even worried about that. Trevor Lawrence will find them. The Rundown with Desmond Johnson, Saturdays at 10 a.m., right here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And you know this, man. Welcome back into the world of beer for the Snake Pit with Carolina Cobras head coach Josh Resignalo, also joined by wide receiver and defensive back Trey Long for this week's edition. So, Coach, we talked about last week's game, 2-0 to start the season. Got to turn the page now to the uh, the Jacksonville Sharks coming up on Saturday, which is another home game for you guys at the Coliseum. 7 o'clock start time Saturday night at the uh, at the Coliseum. So, we, I guess you don't know who the quarterback's going to be. As we kind of already talked about. <laughs> yeah, I got a pretty – I mean, we got a pretty good idea. We, we're, we're ready for either which one. You know, luckily for us, we, we saw Fawful in the first yeah, week. Yeah, I was going to say that's an advantage. Um, you know, we're familiar with Fawful. You know, um, our staff is familiar with him. I'm familiar with him, you know, from, you know, previous seasons. Yeah. And then, you know, we know about Malik, you know, and he's had two pretty good games um, so far. You know, even though, even though they're 0-2, you know, you got to think they didn't get blown out really in any of those no. games. I mean, they were down a couple ga- you know, a couple times in the games they would fight back, but they they lost their what two overtime games? I think. Yeah, two overtime. Two I think they games. lost the two games by a total of eight yeah, points, so, so I mean, a one point game and a seven. I mean, point they're a game. good team. You know, they're just trying to figure it out. You know, uh, and we're I think- just fortunate that you know. We figured it out a little bit faster, you know, yeah. we're, but we're still making mistakes too. But, you know, these games are, are, are when we play Jacksonville, it's like, a, it's like those rivalry games, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So the records really don't matter. No one really cares about that. You know, you're trying to get uh, the bragging right, so to speak. And uh, you have to remember, too, we play each other four times this year. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, two home, two away. So it's, it's going to be tough to beat any team four times, yeah. right? So – we're just going to try to beat beat them first. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, they've scored like you said. They're not a bad team. They've scored 109 mm-hmm. points this season. So offensively, they're clearly yeah. a pretty good team. It seems more like they struggle a little bit on the defensive side of the ball yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, they got a pretty decent offense. You know, uh, Devin Wilson is going to be yeah. a star where whatever <laughs> team he's playing for. You know, and they got a pretty good group around them. You know, like I said, it's just a matter of putting it all together. You know, and that's. I just don't want it to be this week for him. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's going to kind of be a little bit – you've seen – you know about both quarterbacks, so you're not necessarily at a disadvantage. It's just 
Yeah, they was, could throw some things that you might not be expecting. Well, you got to think they're they're a historic franchise, yeah. so to speak, in the arena game. So for them, last year is their first year not making the playoffs, right? They started this year off zero and two. I promise. <laughs> That's all they're talking about this week. Their their staff, front office staff, their owners, yeah. everybody. They do not want to start zero and three. Yeah, you know, every the coach don't want to start zero and three. The players don't want to start zero and three. So. It, we're probably going to get their best game of the season so far. And you, you, you got you know, Zach. Zach Brown played for, for them mm-hmm. last season. Or Derek past. Ziegler. Uh, yep. Yeah, Ziegler. Coach Fuller. Was your the coach, head coach was the head coach. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, I imagine that the, the, the while the game Saturday night with Orlando had some intensity to it, I, I imagine this Saturday night is going to be even more intense with you with in this game. Oh, for sure. I mean, we you're always trying to find advantages and edges you know, when you're building a roster or preparing for other teams. And there was a little bit behind getting Fuller and Bain and ZB and Ziggler and uh, even a guy that's on IR right now, Rima. Jalen Rima was with them some. Chris pa- Christoph Page, one of our DBs, has been IR. He started off in Jacksonville and then finished with Orlando. So, you know, there, we got quite a few guys that have experience in Jacksonville. So, now that they're with us, you know, there's some pretty decent players for them. Now they're – pretty good players for us you know that that gives a little bit of edge because you think you don't think they want to beat their old team <laughs> i mean 100 100 so yeah <laughs> you add that fire to the mix of us already wanting to always beat up on jacksonville you know uh we we, we beat them the last time we played them you know that it still burns to this day for me of losing the way we did in the championship game in jacksonville yeah. so it could go back and forth either way, you, whichever side you're on, of why you don't like the other one or why it's a rivalry and whatnot. But it's going to be pretty decent game Saturday night. You know, I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, and geographically, it's also, I mean, the closest team. So, I mean, it makes sense as a geographical rival, too. Technically, you know, close. <laughs> Columbus is right there, right yeah. on the, the edge of that. So, we were talking about maybe 30-minute difference between, yeah. you know, going one way or the other. So, um so, yeah, I mean, it's it's always going to be a, a pretty fiery game, too. Yeah, no question. So, Trey, I mean, you've, you've played against you've played against Jacksonville before. So, I mean, you know, what do you uh, what do you expect from uh, this Saturday night's game? Um, well, it's, uh, definitely their offense. Uh, offense is good. David Wilson is good. They, like he's coach said, they got a nice group around them, nice fast receivers. Um, I think their quarterback, I think Malik Henry is pretty good, too. Uh, he's not – not a scrub at all. No. You know what I'm <laughs> he definitely could throw. He could throw off his back foot. So, yeah. if he's in trouble, he can still make pretty good throws. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I think this week is probably our biggest test uh, defensive back-wise. Uh, you know, going against a good, good hole as a core for receivers for Jacksonville. When you're when you when you're approaching, you know, defending a guy like Devin Wilson, who's, who's so good, you guys have both talked about it, how do you go about trying to defend him? Yeah, well, our uh, DB coach has played against him already, so he, all week he's just been screaming, just make sure we get our hands on him because he's like, uh, like I say, he's good with the ball. He's, I mean, he's good with his eyes, so he catches a lot of passes that most guys don't catch, and he has good, good balancing in and out of his routes. So we really just got to get his hands on him, get him out of his game, and then we'll probably, you know, think we we'll take it from there. I, I mean, obviously, again, we're talking to head coach Josh Rezignalo and uh, and Trey Long, uh, head of uh, Saturday night's game. Here on the Snake Pit as they get ready to uh, get ready to take on the Jacksonville Sharks in uh, in Game Three of the season. I, I mean, what are some things that you saw from from the game this past week that that you feel like you have to clean up against Jacksonville on Saturday night? 
Uh, how you this on me? Uh, well, both of y'all can answer, man. Well, yeah, I go first. Uh, defensively, well, I mean, I, I'm on both sides, so that's start with defense. Though De- defensively, we just need to talk a little more, be a little more sound uh, with what we call, what we think is coming, and just stick to it as a group, you know. Um, and then being more technical, sound is every every little thing that we're being taught in practice. Just take it to the take it to the field, uh, play four quarters of it, and then off offensively, really the same thing, honestly. Just because we we our potential is out of the roof, and we have, we know we haven't played too even close to it. So if we can just do the little things, then we'll probably put on better show than you guys think. <laughs> Was that a good answer? Yeah, that's, that's great, <laughs> great answer. I mean, for us, for two games, uh, my overall evaluation of us, you know, we're about a C, C plus maybe. You know, that's I would say the same you thing. know that's uh, and that's. Not because we're not playing good. It's just little things. Like we've scored, we've had one score in the fourth quarter in two games. Yeah, that's not good. We 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 start off good. Uh, you know, uh, first quarter is a little always going to be a little slow, but once we get rolling and whatnot, we got to play the, the fourth quarter like we've been playing the rest of the game. We do that, we're beating teams by 20, 30, 35, 40 points yeah. just because of the way we're dominating. But then when you let teams back in it and you get complacent in the fourth quarter and then you play sloppy, that's what's going to, you know, make the scores and the game look a little bit different than what it actually is. So when we actually put it all together, we're going to be pretty good. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's just a matter of keep doing what we're doing and just don't be satisfied with where we're at now. So, I mean, you, you touched on, you know, you, you enjoyed the atmosphere last Saturday night. Uh, what, I guess, you know, what would you like to see from the fans and as far as, you know, attendance – for, for this Saturday night? More fans. <laughs> <laughs> you always want more. <laughs> you know, this is our fourth season, and there's still, you know, we've done a much better job this year trying to get out there. You know, we're still not doing everything that we could do. It's, it's, it's a work in progress, but there's still people in here probably that don't even know who we are, and, and that's – that's okay. It's good and bad. It's bad that they don't know, but it's good because it's an opportunity to grow. And that's Greensboro. You know, the triad itself is a big area. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big, big, big community. So it, there's, I mean, 1.2 million people, I think, total in the whole triad that's, itself. That's so, about right. You know, that, yeah. So if we could just get 1% of that, you know, we'd be looking pretty good. You'd, sell the, you'd be selling it out, <laughs> <Yeah>. essentially. <laughs> so, but it's, it, it's a work in progress. When you see a game, you're not going to miss another one. It's very entertaining. I will you, test you know, about it's, that. If you don't know, you don't know. But once yeah. you know, you know, you're coming. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. The only reason why you won't come is because if you got prior engagement. Yeah. I, will, I mean, I'll say, like, it, it's one of those sports that's – I mean, I had seen it on TV before. But Saturday night was my first time going to a game, first time broadcasting a game. It's, it's totally different in person. Yeah. It's one of those things that, like, the, the intensity in the building, the – the hitting, the hit, hitting to the wall. I mean, it, the intensity. The coaches even being on the field adds mm-hmm. to the intensity. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a completely different thing in person. Oh, it's it, there's nothing like it. That's why I enjoy it. You know, there's nothing wrong going to NFL game, the prestige. You know, to see yeah. those guys. You got to see you got the guys you see on Sundays, get to be in the crowd. But you're you're up and you're so far away from the action. <laughs> That's yeah. You see the game, <laughs> and if you happen to get a cheaper ticket, you're up top. And unless you got binoculars. You ain't gonna be able to really see a whole lot in the Coliseum. There's not a bad seat That's anywhere. True. Balls go in the stands. You get to keep them. 
you get to go onto the field after the game and get autographs and meet the players and meet the dancers and just just have a good time. You know, it's it's a very intimate game. You're right on top of the action, yep. fast pace. I mean, it's it's awesome. That's you know, that, it's, that's, it's, that's it's very good. It's, it's a very good thing to see if you ain't seen it. That's another thing I would say. I mean, like if you if you have kids or you have nephews or babysitting whatever, if you got kids with you, I mean, and you want kids to get a souvenir. There's Girls, probably, boys, there's, there's probably not a better sport yeah, to take got, a kid to. We have yeah. like 20 dancers too, so <laughs> there's enough there for if you're a cheerleader and just to see that action because yeah. our dancers are pretty good. Yeah, they are. They dance for two different hockey teams. I mean, they're they got a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, and they got a, we got a chair camp coming up um, that the young young girls will be able to be a part of. So, um, and all this stuff you can find on our social media and on our website, carolinacobras.com. Um, we're on all the social media platforms, you know, Instagram, Twitter. What else is there? Snapchat. Do we, <laughs> we got Snapchat? No, I don't actually. No. Not Snapchat. Do we got a Snapchat? I think I think I don't, think, I think I don't know if Cobra. I think there might be. But right? I know we got. We, we have a we have a kid that like runs all our fan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he can't we're actually, be, he can't we're, be in the we're game. We're on revamping all of our social media stuff. So <laughs> we got some good people coming on board, helping some, with some stuff, and uh, just all around, just adding different things and. We gave tickets away for the first time that we hadn't really done that before. So um, we're just we're doing what we can just to grow and make it make it a big deal. And tell tell people one more time before we get out of here where they can where all they can get tickets. Um, you know uh, our website carolinacobras.com. They can follow the link to, for our season tickets or even single game tickets now. Um, or they can go to the box office. You know at the Coliseum. So couple different ways you know the easiest thing is just go to our website and then look around there and you'll be able to figure out what you need to do well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the uh, the snake pit on tobacco road sportsradio.com to trey long and uh, coach resignalo thanks to you guys for uh, for joining us on the snake pit this week we'll be back with you uh next wednesday at seven also if you can't make it out you can tune in uh, at 7 o'clock Saturday night here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio and WWBG to hear our broadcast of the Carolina Cobras. That'll do it for our show tonight. Standing up.